Introducing Shakti Power with best-selling author, priestess, and sacred dancer, Zinnia Gupte. Learn the wisdom of Shakti Power and invite greater beauty, intuition, and magic into your life. Enjoy ancient mantras, meditations, and supportive techniques to help you unlock and activate your sacred feminine power. And now, Shakti Power with Zinnia. Hi, welcome back to Season 3 of Shakti Power. And on today's episode, How to Cultivate Feminine Confidence, I'm going to explore practical approaches to develop self-esteem and self-belief, which includes personal value, worthiness, valuing yourself, respecting yourself, and feeling confident overall. I'll also give you nine ways to practice self-confidence and self-belief so you can look, sound, and feel relaxed and confident whether at work or with your friends and family. So let's get started. Years ago, I used to think that high self-esteem would be a lot of work. And I used to think that who has time for that kind of investment? Because the people that I knew that were strong, you know, had high self-esteem, were very confident in work, career, home, family life, they took a lot of time to get that way. They really invested in themselves. So in those days, I had lower self-esteem and my outer life really reflected and mirrored my inner state and I had a lower quality of life. My life was based less on self-love and self-trust and more on conflict and control. I thought that was normal, so I adjusted my frequency and expectations to expecting less in life and just you know, vibing with that lower quality. And I didn't have the skills to establish healthy boundaries or limits with people. I just didn't know how to. And also I had a variety of irrational thoughts, emotions, and actions, which led me to lose myself in relationships with others. And this loss of self into others definitely felt like a loss of my own personal control. I easily became a victim to being controlled by how others thought about me, felt about me, and acted towards me. That was seven years ago, (laughs) 2010. So I guess eight years ago. Well, since then, um, I've taken steps to develop personal kindness, self-worth, and high self-esteem. I've taken the time to invest in myself. And so high self-esteem is now my medicine for emotional health. And it's my responsibility because What I learned all those years ago was that no one else is going to do it for me. It's an inside job. And so high self-esteem has laid the foundation for personal power, which includes my own personal value, worthiness, my own self-belief, valuing and respecting myself, how I validate and affirm myself, and my confidence levels. And that's what I would like to share with you today is how you can align with these qualities and cultivate your own feminine confidence. So let's go through some of these qualities like personal value. With personal value, you want to have a healthy relationship with yourself, right? You want to feel confident about who you are and what you bring to the table. And if that's missing, it can take a toll on your emotional well-being. Your personal value is what you believe you are worth and what you deserve in life. 
your skills, your character and qualities, where you live and work, even how much you think you are worth, your rates and what you will be paid. It helps to determine your priorities. And deep down, your personal value is the measure you use to tell if your life is turning out the way you want it to. So I definitely recommend defining your personal value. And how can you do that? Well, when you define your personal value, you discover what's truly important to you, not other people around you, but to you. And a good way of starting to do this is to look back on your life, to identify when you felt really good and truly confident that you were making good and healthy choices. What were you doing? Were you in college? A first job? Were you newly promoted or trying something new, a new class, a new hobby? Were you helping others in your community, in your family, by volunteering? Who were the other people you were with? Were they colleagues and coworkers? Was it your family? Was it charity? And why were you proud? Why did you felt that sense of pride and passion and purpose? Were you fulfilled and satisfied? And why is this experience truly important and memorable to you? So let those questions guide you and let yourself discover what your personal value is. Once you answer those questions, you can get a sense of that. Another quality um, is your self-worth and self-respect. A person with low self-esteem often also has low self-worth. The two go together. And um, even if they don't verbalize it, they don't act as if they feel they're good enough to be loved. And this lack of self-worth is really born from a lack of self-love. So this is the time when you can cultivate self-love, truly love and accept yourself, the good parts of you and your faults, create feelings of love and acceptance within yourself, like we spoke about in the first podcast. Remind yourself what you're good at. Write down a list of accomplishments, skills, talents, and strengths. And practice feeling that sense of pride and accomplishment when you look at your list. That's who you are. Be proud of that. Own that. Another thing I want to talk about is validation and attention. So a very important part of personal power is validating and affirming yourself. Take responsibility for yourself. Reinforce who you are. Stand strong in that. And really know who you are and who you wish to be, not what society thinks you are and wishes you to be. And keep investing in your skills, hobbies, and dreams. The stronger you are in your own abilities, your own belief, and your gifts and your talents, and the more you want to grow and challenge yourself and expand, that right there is self-validating. You know, you won't need other people to validate you. It's a journey. You know, of course, we all need validation sometimes when we're low, but it's really important to create that foundation and know that it's a part of us and we can always go back to that foundation, back to home base. And then finally, we have self-confidence and self-belief. Self-confidence is believing in your abilities, how well you trust yourself, and the way you project yourself in the world. 
good self-confidence is important in your life and career because it allows you to live fully, it gives you the courage to achieve your hopes and dreams, and it lets you have a life you love. When you believe in yourself, you feel comfortable in your skin, and people become calm in your presence. The more you allow yourself to make mistakes, take risks, and challenge yourself, you'll naturally begin to trust yourself and your decisions, your gut instincts will get sharper, and you'll intuitively know how to listen and respond confidently. So those are all great things. <laughs> why, would it, why would you not want to practice self-confidence and self-belief and have high self-esteem, right? So you have to practice. That's the key. Practice, practice, practice. Every day, every week, um, this is how you grow that confidence muscle and the self-esteem muscle. So I want to share with you nine ways to practice self-confidence and self-belief and tell me what you think. So number one, live in the present. Practice connecting to the now and appreciating your day as well as your contributions. You know, you, you are valuable. We spoke about that in the first podcast. You are valuable, you have value, and your contributions are valuable. So really appreciate that about yourself. Don't spend time worrying about the future or reflecting on past mistakes. Just be in the now. Number two, be grateful for what you have. Write down all the things you currently have, lessons you've learned, qualities you love about yourself, positive aspects, 10 things you appreciate about the people in your life, positive aspects about your job and your career. Don't focus on the negative and what you don't have because that creates momentum. We want you to create a momentum of gratitude and positivity that really feeds your confidence levels. When you practice feeling fulfilled with what's already in your life, you've learned how to be mentally strong and confident. Number three, remind yourself what you're good at. Once again, write down that list of accomplishments, skills, talents, and strengths. Practice feeling that sense of pride and accomplishment when you look at your list. You might think that it's just such a silly exercise because I'm going to write it down and I'm not going to feel anything. But I guarantee you, once you start writing it down, and if you can do that every day for, let's say, a week or a whole month, you're going to look at yourself and your heart will open and you're going to feel pride. You know, if you let the energy flow, when you write down all the things you love about yourself and what you're proud of, that creates energy. And you'll feel it in your body, you'll feel it in your heart. And that's exactly where you want to be. Remind yourself what you're good at. Number four, talk positively about yourself. Speak with assurance and a sense that you're happy to be you. You love exactly where you're at. You don't have to brag and say, I am the best employee ever, which comes really from arrogance. And you don't have to go the other end of the spectrum and self-deprecate and say something like, you probably won't want to work with me because I'm not that good. You can be in the middle. You can be balanced. You can try something like this. I love photography. It's so inspiring and creative. And if you express yourself like that, if you talk positively about yourself like that, people will feel the energy of it. They'll feel your energy, your passion, and you just have to get into the habit of expressing yourself like that. Number five, present yourself with positive body language. 
you can totally be aware of how you present yourself. You can smile, stand up straight, make make eye contact, use your hands and hand gestures to connect with people. All of these show that you're comfortable in your skin. Number six, take care of your appearance and practice self-care. Wear clothes that make you feel good and vibrant and vital about yourself. Have a grooming routine and beauty self-rituals in the morning. Get a good night's sleep. Do exercise that's fun and enjoyable to you, whether that's Pilates or Soul Cycle or yoga or meditation. And eat nourishing, healthy foods. And you'll believe that you are worth caring about because you're putting so much energy into yourself. You're nurturing yourself. This is really where our inner power is. I remember when I was working in New York a couple of years ago when this podcast just began and um, I was a director of strategy at one of the biggest advertising firms in New York and really the world. And I would take time to get dressed up Um, I would select my clothes the night before and jewelry, especially if I had meetings with C-level people or um, executives. And I remember one day there was a a colleague of mine in a different department and she came up to me and she said, you look so beautiful every day. And I was really touched by her compliment. I said, thank you. You're beautiful as well. And she said, yeah, but I don't feel the way you feel. You radiate. What's your secret? And um, I told her that it was important for me to feel good about myself versus impressing people and that I needed to wear vibrant colors and take care of myself and my hair and my makeup and uh, wear beautiful jewelry, not to impress people or have that superficial level of appearance, but just to feel good, to know that I was beautiful and to share my beauty with people. And that made me more charismatic when I spoke to my clients, when I did presentations. It gave me confidence when I walked around the office or anywhere else, whether I was networking that night or going to an event. And it made me feel that I was always ready to take on the next challenge or to speak to anybody because I was looking my best. I was feeling my best. And that was my responsibility. And I told her that, you know, when I was 21, 22, I used to come to work in jeans and a t-shirt. And that didn't really make me feel confident the way the other way of approaching my sense of style did. Um, When you were wearing jeans and a t-shirt, I know that my creative peers do that because they're in a creative mode and they want to be comfortable. They're often you know, sketching things out or relaxing in in receptive mode on a beanbag. But I was in a different place in my life where I needed to shine and feel confident and present myself in a confident manner so that it was authentic and real. So that's one way, one approach to taking care of your appearance and practicing self-care. Number seven, set a challenge and meet it. Go beyond your comfort zone. You know, the way you meet challenges in life, it's a habit. The way you dance with challenges becomes your pattern. So if you're used to running away from challenges or doing the same thing over and over, maybe you can try something different. You know, maybe you can try a new hobby and really push yourself outside of your comfort zone, become very good at it and feel empowered by your level of effort, mastery and success. 
So be playful and be open. Learn how to speak Spanish. Learn how to cook Italian food. Take dance classes. Try ballet or salsa or belly dancing, Zumba, or play the guitar. Um, really helps you not get bored with yourself and just see what you're made of. I remember when I left for Ibiza in 2011 from New York, I didn't know Spanish. And I had stopped dancing for a very long time. And those are the two areas that I challenged myself. I moved to a different island. I moved to a different country. I learned Spanish. And I started dancing again. I took belly dancing classes. I took alternative healing modalities, um, Reiki and crystal workshops and different aspects of yoga Tai Chi. It was so interesting. I had no idea that my body would respond the way it did. And I really lit up in learning um, different areas of life. So definitely set a challenge and meet it. That happens when you're a child, you know, in school, during your teenage years, all the way into college. And then sometimes we get comfortable in our jobs after the first or second, third round of being in our career for a long time, and it can get monotonous. So definitely inject new energy, set a challenge, and meet it. Number eight, stand by your decisions. So this is when doubt comes in. Don't doubt your ability to make good decisions. You've made good decisions all the way up to life now, and maybe you've made some bad ones. That's okay. That's a part of learning. So this is how you slay your doubt, is size up the situation by assessing the pros and cons, calculate the risks, look at different outcomes, and then trust your intuition, your inner knowing. This way, you're in the driver's seat and you're in control. You'll get stronger and more confident in your ability to make decisions and develop the freedom to feel that you've got the right to do so. And finally, number nine, take center stage. Don't be afraid to step into the spotlight and shine your confidence and shine your light. If you want a promotion, start leading meetings. If you're developing your personal brand, get out of your introverted shell and create a video series on YouTube. If you're learning how to be a speaker, pitch yourself to events and your conferences. If you are lonely and living in a big city, join um, a membership club, a social club, a meetup. Really put yourself out there. So all the tips that I've given you today have been about connecting to yourself, your gifts, your talents, and abilities. Really know them inside out. Be proud of them. Most of all, connect with people from that space of authentic power. And this creates bonds with your colleagues, your clients, your community, and even your family. When you're confident about your value and what you bring to the table, you come out of hiding and aren't afraid to be seen for who you really are. And this level of vulnerability and authenticity will win you, your own self-respect and the respect of others. So that concludes our show for today. I'm really excited to start season three and talk about how to align your feminine energy, how to be confident, how to have self-belief, um, really how to center yourself. And we're going to talk about all kinds of personal power and ways to align your feminine energy and grow your feminine confidence throughout the year. 
I wanted to add that um, I'll be answering any questions that you may have after listening to the podcast. So what I'm going to do is you guys send in a question through shaktipriestess.com. Just go to the website, um, to the contact form. You can send in a question there, any question. Um, if it's regarding one of the episodes or one of the topics I cover, I'll answer it on um, the next show. Or you can email me at zinniawithlove at gmail.com. And I'll do my best in answering the question. Please let me know what your name is. Um, just a really short one line of what your question is. And I will do my best in explaining it and breaking it down and sharing some insights with you. Once again, thanks for being here with me today. I look forward to the next episode. With all my love, namaste. Thanks for listening to Shakti Power. If you like what you heard, please share the Shakti Power podcast with your friends. And be sure to visit ShaktiPriestess.com to claim your free goddess gift bundle.